Hello and welcome to the Blackened Basement Bastard episode 2. I am your host, the Blackened Bastard, and welcome to my basement. So, the cassette we're spinning today is Draugr, or The Draugr, by Nidhogger. Um, They're a band from Falkenberry in Sweden. I found out about these guys just by looking at the Jawbreaker Records um, webshop 
that's a small tape uh, company or record company on Hisingen, uh, which isn't too far from here. So I wanted to buy something a bit local, and I was I bought this tape before I actually came up with the concept for the podcast. So again, it seemed prudent to feature a band that is fairly local uh, on the podcast fairly early on. So uh, I did a short interview with the founder, Verdrunger. Fuck, mate, my uh, <laughs> my old Norse fucking sucks. Um, and the first track we listened to was the Drago with the introduction. Again, it has an old Norse name, but I'm not going to say it because my old Norse sucks. Uh, so I was just asking a, a few things about the band, how they formed beliefs, as in like, you know, philosophies and stuff like that that have influenced the music. Um, so I shall read out the answers just to get us going. So the band formed about two years after I myself, this is Vedrunga talking, uh, he founded the project and recorded a track in my flat. It sounds awful, but I played it to Knox, vocalist of Kraft and Omnizide, one time at my old apartment along with some new material and he agreed to start laying down vocal tracks for Nidhogger. I then also used the same drummer as I've always done in my own projects, Van Gander, aka Mattis Johansson of Carnivore, In Pain, etc. We wrote a demo, demo and bassist Thrungnir joined. When the demo was released, we did not stop. A hundred copies sold out in a few days and we immediately started working on the full-length Ragnarök. When Ragnarök was released, Thrungnir, the bassist, left the band and bassist Hrim, Frederick Peterson of Portrait, Ex-Oppression and guitarist Hrimgnir, Jesper Victorson of Omnizide joined. So, the band is obviously um, conceptualised by Vedrungnir himself. I've probably said that about 12 different ways already. Um, and I really, I, I actually quite enjoy these ideas of solo black metal projects. I think how many great paintings of the past have been done by five different, you know, great painters. Uh, I think as black metal is an art form in its own right that has come out of the metal genre, I think this idea of a single person kind of calling the shots or having the initial conceptual idea is... Um, it obviously runs through black metal quite a lot, but I have a great deal of time for it, personally. I think achieving your own vision and... I mean, it's similar to the Anton LaVey concept of uh, total environment. So, you know, you you are producing something from a, an entire inner place. Um, so, you know, surrounded by things that influence you. So I think, um, you know, we're already on to a winner with these guys. So... <laughs> Uh, the demo was inspired by all the northern stuff the band draws influences from. So, we have... I mean, it is only a demo, this one, the EP. The full 
the full album release, uh, Ragnarok, which is unfortunately sold out on uh, vinyl. There was no cassette release, but it's still available on CD. Um, we have the introduction, the Draugr, the Varangian, and the outro. Mun Engi Mether Othrum Threema. So, again, Old Norse probably sounded like shit, but that's the outro. That, specifically, when we get round to playing that at the end, that one really, I think, sounds absolutely fantastic. But we'll get to that. So, um, I was asking also about um, spiritual beliefs, or, you know, is there anything philosophical that influenced the band or this particular record? Um, And the reply was, religious beliefs are something people need to keep to themselves, and everyone needs to think for themselves as well. So I will keep my own views to myself. The old tales do tell something meaningful, however. I can tell you this much. So (laughs) this was the reply out of all of them that I um, really thought was spot on straight away. Um, It can be viewed as quite a fucking Swedish thing to just be like, oh yeah, we don't talk about religion, blah, 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 blah. Um, And I don't think it's necessarily a way of avoiding conflict. I think it's more an understanding that what you and your subjective view of the world and what goes on in it is really your view and it's not about influencing anyone else's opinions on that you just you get on with your shit basically and you know (laughs) there's no dogma attached to it at least you know before Christianity, of course, there was no fucking dogma attached to these kinds of beliefs and what have you. There seems to be no evidence of a core um, overriding dogmatic approach. Uh, I mean, the fact that they changed... uh, I can't remember exactly the dates and what have you. Not exact dates, but by the year or the century. um, That the elder Futhark changed to the younger Futhark was a... um, like it was a Scandinavian wide transition, so there was obviously some sort of central um, literary kind of thing going on up here, but there certainly doesn't appear to be any dogma attached to that uh, that we can see until Christianity comes in. So I think this personally, this idea of keeping your beliefs to yourselves and thinking for yourself is something that almost runs in the water here in Scandinavia. It's not about being shy about what you believe. It's more a case of, you know, if you want to be interested in spiritual beliefs, fuck off outside, go and speak to a tree and find out shit for yourself. Um, And for myself as well. I mean, I used to be a table-banging atheist for fuck's sake. Um, But shit sort of changes sometimes. Um, and no, I don't really fucking talk about it and I don't really want to talk about it myself because it doesn't come from a place of insecurity. It's a place of, I've transitioned from one belief system. I wouldn't even call it a belief system. What the fuck would I call it? But essentially, yeah, it's, it's a personal thing. It's like, you know, spiritual beliefs are essentially like, how long's your penis? 
<laughs> to a certain extent, maybe. Um, so, we also now need to examine what the names of the songs mean and what they mean to the band. So, Draugir is about a man who comes back after a ritual and he takes his vengeance on his killers. The Varangian, which is track two on this EP, is a hymn to Oleg of Novgorod, the Rus and the Varangian Guard. So, if I remember correctly, Novgorod, it still exists, you can still go there. Um, it used to be the capital of Russia way back, um, if I remember correctly. Don't quote me on that, do some research. Um, the album has lyrics presented in the same way, tales of old that metaphorically, in the same way as tales of old, that metaphorically speaking says what is happening in our world or what I may have been feeling when writing it. Of course, this is Verdrungnir telling us that. Um, I will not go any deeper into this as I stated above. Again, you know, that is <laughs> it's a really fair point. Um, listen to the music, see what you get from it yourself. It's an art form. You should interpret it. It's subjective. Um, so, that's the opinions of the band, but we can also just have a, a quick look into the mythological aspects of what a Draugr is and what Nidhogr is, if you don't know what those are. I have some fucking books and paper in front of me, so... So, a Draugr, um, some troubled spirits such as phantoms and ghosts really only want to find peace. They want the crime that led to their death to come to light, or they want to receive forgiveness for a sin they committed while they were alive. A Draugr, on the other hand, is much worse. It is a spirit of a wicked person, full of hate for the living, that continues to spread fear wherever it goes, even after its death. So, we're obviously talking about something here, like, if the song um, is being described as something, you know, it's a, a guy who's been killed and going after his killers, we maybe don't need to be talking about a wicked person. But it's obviously some sort of entity which um, is particularly fucking unpleasant. They are tall, monstrous figures, often with claws and jagged teeth, and so black they seem to have been created by darkness itself. Yep, that sounds fucking horrific. Uh, anything else we want to fucking talk about off that? No. I mean, they can remain invisible, come out at night, blah, 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 blah. Um, but obviously, if you've played Skyrim... Um, you've fucking seen that they've nicked the name of Draugr and used it as an enemy in the game. Um, I mean, we're talking about cultural appropriation at this point as well. Um, because, I mean, Skyrim just nicks all sorts of shit from all sorts of places, but especially from sort of Scandinavian mythology. Uh, Nidhogger, um... I fucking love this description. Down in the very depths of Niflheim lives Nidhogger, the corpse devourer, or corpse terror. 
He is a horrific primordial dragon that has his lair under Yggdrasil's deepest roots, beside the foul spring of... of <laughs> fucking old Norse. Verilgelmer. Surrounded by death and decay and seething mass of smaller serpents, Nidhogger sucks the blood from evildoers thrown down to his god-forsaken place. He and the other worms also constantly gnaw at the root of the world tree. He personifies the evil that tries to corrupt and poison everything living and beautiful. So, I mean, when it says worms there as well, we should also probably examine the fact that Orm in um, Swedish uh, actually means snake. So we can also see that worm there, because this is a translation um, from... Swedish to English, so worm can actually mean snake or serpent. Um, we actually have copperorm in our garden, which are slow worms, and I think they actually hang around in our fucking compost pile. So I kind of, it's nice to be able to see serpents and shit fucking crawling around in your own environment and sort of. Not that I'm trying to suggest that all mythology comes from observable um, processes of decay in the case of Nidhogger and stuff like that, but I think it's quite nice to be able to see at least uh, a physical representation of something written in mythology as well. I mean, it depends what you're, you're into. I personally think that the physical form of something is almost a shadow of something greater. I don't necessarily think that the physical... I thought we weren't going to talk about spiritual beliefs, you blackened bastard. But, yeah, I think maybe it's a shadow of something slightly bigger. You know, why would the spiritual realm seem so much different to the physical one in which we live? So, I suppose we need to discuss as well whether... This particular EP speaks to the tar pit that we discussed last time. Does it really resonate with a part of me that, you know, really speaks of the despair or, you know, this idea of vengeance and decay and stuff that we're maybe coming across with um, in the, at least the initial name of the song and the name of the band? Because uh, we've obviously, we're going to listen to the Varangian at the very end of this. But... Um, it is actually growing on me. The first time I heard it, I wasn't particularly keen, and I remember um that Vedrunger said to me that he wasn't too pleased with the way this uh EP came out, but because because he asked whether I wanted to play the full length or not instead, and I discussed that you know. I'm, playing it off cassette um it has actually grown on me when i put it on this morning because obviously i've listened to it a few more times now and i put it on this morning just to have a playthrough and set up the recording equipment and what have you i was like oh this is it's starting to really grow on me so uh, at the moment no i wouldn't say it is talking to me right in my deepest darkest depths but i think it's got a great deal of potential and i think because the band is driven by something other than just playing fucking speedy black metal and, you know, creating something that's just heavy, for fuck's sake. It's got some, you know, the drawing from their own experiences and what have you. 
I think the band has a great deal of potential and will probably go far. I mean, like I say, you can still get their first full release off their band camp. Um, and the interview closed with, we're working on a follow-up to Ragnarok, which will be the second full-length album for this band. It will be more or less a concept album about the end of this world and the forces who are behind it. It will happen, just we don't know when. It will be less bullshit and more of a sledgehammer to the face. This is all I can say now. I mean, what a great thing to fucking say. <laughs> less bullshit. That's what we like to hear. Less fucking bullshit. Get right to the fucking core of the shit that you want to talk about. You don't need to pull your punches. Um, But yeah, so I think this is a band to look out for. And obviously, uh, the other um, players in the band who have been brought in uh, are parts of other bands as well. I actually don't know who those are. You know, embarrassingly, I'm not a fucking absolute uh, underground know-it-all. But, um, yeah, I'm really interested to see where this band goes, and I'm going to be listening to a lot more of their stuff. And if we're lucky enough, they might release the second album on cassette. It would be great if uh, I got to review that or play it for you guys. So, we best fucking move on swiftly and play the Varangian and the outro. Let's see if I can say the last bit again. Mun Engi Mather. Erdram Threema. Really fucking uncharismatic. But yep, these guys are on uh, Bandcamp. The link will be in the uh, description of the podcast. Uh, it was recorded by Lake of Fire Productions. Um, their Facebook will be available, of course, on uh, in the description. And Jawbreaker Records as well. Um those guys, you can just grab the uh, cassette from there and the bank camp of Nithogger themselves. So, that's all from me for today. And we'll get playing the final two tracks. Listen to this fucking outro. It's amazing. So, as always, guys, keep it independent. Keep it underground. All right. Catch you later.
Hit mot Fredag Trätten. Jordbörg vårs öljfjorda. Framhet. Gumbarhamtas. Latas öjdut. Hirras snöjdut. Hattram vajdast droppig. Fyrbörg. Versson Kvila Hångur Vajt Ejtnar Skajlu Utlur Sveimu Nu är i Heimi Hångur Veron Stekin Go out and buy it, you pieces of shit.